Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stays in the Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cooper, and joining me today, as always, is... Cellulite Cooper. Oh, hmm, not bad. Thank you. Thought of it pretty good. Literally three seconds ago, while you were saying that introduction. Uh, Joining me today is uh, Solomon Cooper, and we are going to be discussing the box office sensation Mm -hmm. that has shocked the nation, Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Okay, don't blow our eardrums out. Was that loud? Yes, it was loud. I almost <laughs> blew my eardrums out. Okay. So, uh, I remember, I'm not trying to act like I'm some kind of box office guru. <laughs> That's what they call you, Dad. Uh, they but call you the box office guru. When we, I went to go see Oppenheimer on um, Thursday, the Thursday before, you know, the Thursday of Barbenheimer weekend, mm-hmm. whatever that date was. And I went to the early afternoon showing, and almost everybody at the theater was dressed up for Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concession stand, everybody in line, men, women, children, brothers, sisters, fathers, daughters, okay, Dad. cousins, <laughs> dogs. Bro. I saw a gerbil at one point. <laughs> you saw a gerbil wearing pink. And they were all we- like wearing pink or pastels. They were obviously dressed up for or, for Barbie. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I texted my friend right then and said, this Barbie movie is about to go bananas. And he's like, yeah, they're already predicting, you know, it's going to make like $65 million. It's going to be do really good. I'm like, no, it's going to go crazy. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. And I predicted 150 million or 100 million. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. And then the next day, me and you went to go see Barbie, mm-hmm. and we went to the 12 o'clock showing of Mission Impossible first. And then still, gaggles yeah. of people, <laughs> ga- whole hordes of people, hurts were wearing pink. They had to take the big Barbie box that you take pictures with. Mm-hmm. They had to take it out of the lobby and go put it into storage. Because it, it was clogging up the hallway. That's where it went. Yeah. I really want to take a photo there. Yeah, the employees said it was clogging up the hallway. So many people were trying to take pictures with it. That's crazy. So then I texted and amended my thing and said $150 million opening weekend. And even that was too conservative. I think it ended up with the 165 Yeah. Uh, domestically. It's at $900 million right now, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, worldwide. Yes. So, um, I keep saying, repeating this little anecdote, but Greta Gerwig in an interview, but well before the movie came out, they asked her how she was able to get this movie made, like how she wanted to make it, you know, and have its 
you know, the special things that make this movie not like a G.I. Joe movie, you know. Yeah, or Transformers. I mean, it, it's both making fun of Barbie dolls. It's also celebrating Barbie dolls. It has a, it's, you know, has a strong feminist message. And um, she laughed and said, I just told him it would make a billion dollars, like as a joke. Mm-hmm. And it, it may not, probably won't, but this movie could make a billion dollars. Well, it, it it's on its way. It's like I said, nine hundred million in the box office is. Well, I didn't know that. Crazy. I, I haven't been keep. I haven't been keeping track of its numbers. Um, and not to uh, offend any of our listeners who are also Ben Shapiro fans, although I hope there's not that much crossover. <laughs> no offense, <laughs> all our Ben Shapiro. Uh, uh, but uh, Ben Shapiro was one of the outspoken far right conservative voices who um, was. Let's say taking a little poopy poop onto the movie. Mm. We don't like it when people take poop poops on movies. No, not very nice of them. What did he? What was he saying? Uh, he just ripped it apart for forty-five minutes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I do not typically listen to Mr. Shapiro very much. But the only <laughs> reason I bring him up is not to make this into a political podcast. Mm. We should start one of those though. No, there would, each episode would be nine hours long, and I would look like an even more of a go- goofus doof doofus yeah i'd be like name me the last three presidents you remember and you'd be like uh biden trump the end oh my gosh uh anyway ben shapiro and his 45 minute long screed against the movie ends by saying don't let hollywood lie to you this movie's gonna bomb it's gonna tank he's like yes the numbers look good right now he's like when word of mouth spreads you're gonna see a drop off i guarantee you like you, like no movie's ever seen before. And the movie came back the next weekend and made $93 million, one of the strongest second weekends ever. This movie's going to have legs, much like a Barbie doll. Mm. Legs that go on for days. So, Mr. Shapiro, sorry, but you're going to have to eat your hat on this one and admit that you were wrong. I'm looking right into the camera. I'm like I'm him, and I'm on his show. I can't talk into that weird voice that he talks in. I can't. Anyway, either. enough talking around oh, you the you movie. Have, you should have dropped the mic and been like, "Look at the facts, Ben." And <laughs> dropped it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, tag him in this, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a little clip like he had on his video that says, uh, "Kid stays in the podcast, roast, gi- no, destroys Ben Shapiro <laughs> <laughs> for 30 minutes." This is such a good idea. He'll be so upset whenever he listens to it, and we barely even talk about him. Uh, anyway, so on to the movie. Yeah, what time? What, how much time have we spent? Five minutes. Really? Yeah. I felt like we had been talking about that for like the last hour. Jeez, that's rude. No, that's good. Tom flies <laughs> when you're having fun. Or <laughs> it goes really <laughs> slow when you're not. <laughs> no, I know. I, I realized that I did that wrong. Okay, so um, why don't we start off with a plot synopsis? Dude, I gave one of these the other day. Remember? Where? So You were in the car. My friend was like, I don't really understand what this movie. What are you movie. doing with your microphone? Holding it like I'm a pop star? You're holding it like it's an ice cream cone, and you were kind of stroking it in a weird way. <laughs> what do you mean? Stop doing it. Stop touching it. Why? Just stop doing that. Just st- give your plus synopsis. You're saying you're in the car. Well, yeah, I was in the car with, with my friend, and then I said, he was like, what's the Barbie movie about? even about? No one's ever given me like a f- straight synopsis, and I, and I gave one, and it was so good. No, it was awful. But you didn't say it was awful. You said it was pretty okay. I said, except for it wasn't what the movie is about at all. 
I said it was good as a synopsis, but it wasn't what the movie is about. Well, it's fine. Do it again. Okay, well, I think I can try and remember this. So a Barbie in Barbie land is experiencing uh, unusual things uh, like sadness and depression. So she has to go into the real world to uh, help her owner feel happy so she can be happy again. Pretty close. Pretty good. Good? Yep. Yep. Oh, and she also has cellulite, and that's why my name is Cellulite Cooper. Yes, that's one of the things that happens to her. So um, Margot Robbie plays stereotypical Barbie, Mm -hmm. and so basically they mean the kind of Barbie that you think of when you think of a Barbie doll. Yeah, she says that. Right. And yes, her feet are no longer perfectly arched up for high heels. They go flat. She gets cellulite. She um, thinks about death. She thinks about death. She's having an ex- existential crisis, basically. Yeah. And yeah, like Solomon said, uh, she goes and visits Weird Barbie, mm, played by. Um. Oh my God! I almost said Elizabeth Banks. Oh, I can't remember her name. I'm completely. You're silly little man. Who? Kate McKinnon. Yes. Yes. Interesting thing in this movie, we we live in a world where it's not really kosher to call things weird unless you're austin then it's okay but in this movie they really kind of embrace being weird even though they admit that they are rude to her by calling her weird behind her back (laughs) in a mean way but they they definitely embrace the weird and yes she tells them that she has to travel back to the real world because whoever is the the child who's playing with her is obviously experiencing such strong emotions that's affecting that it's a that it's seeping into barbie land Mm-hmm. And in Barbie Land is a matriarchy. Woo! Dude, stop doing that. <laughs> Why? Why would you keep doing that? I didn't think it that loud. It is, though. Oh, I'm doing it, and it doesn't sound that loud to me. I also can hear my voice in my headphones. I almost kicked you, though, really hard. And then everyone would have seen it, and I would have had to ask Mike to erase it so that I didn't go to jail. <laughs> okay, Dad. I asked you not to do it, and then you screamed right in my ear again. My ears are bleeding. I'm <laughs> Pardon me. Um... Yes, it's a matriarchy. So men are second-class citizens, mm-hmm. and all the Barbies rule the world. Yes. Barbie president, Barbie astronauts, all the different kinds of Barbie dolls that there are in the world. Yeah. Uh, little fun aside is that they have like really unpopular dolls, like the Allen doll. He's also there. And his wife, Midge, who is the pregnant Barbie, which That's also is popular. Yeah. Well, it is in the, in doll, in the dolls they were. Huh. Back when I played with Barbies, I knew all about them. I love Allen. Yes, Alan's played by Michael Sarah, and it's a really great understated part mm-hmm. when all the other kins get a lot showier parts. And that that's kind of, I think, the joke about Alan. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a matriarchy. And the movie does a lot of really interesting things with its messaging that I do want to get into. But before we get into the messaging, I'd rather t- let's talk about just the fun. I would love to talk about the fun with you. So why don't you talk about some of the fun things about how they portrayed Barbie Land and introduced us to it. What? The fun things about Barbie Land is a really fun place to see. What did you think about it? The set design, the way that everybody acted, the jokes. Ooh, I feel uncomfortable. I don't like it whenever you're you like, ask me I questions. saw this movie a hundred times. I have seen this movie two times, but yeah. but I don't feel like I can talk about the fun of Barbie Land. It's like just the fun of it. You talk about the fun of Barbie Land. No, I've been talking for like 10 minutes. I know. It's been great. If you could just say like nope. one fun thing that you saw, and then I'll talk about three fun things that I saw. Okay, so Barbie Land is a masterpiece of set design. It is 
gorgeous. Everything looks like a dollhouse, like yep. come to life. Yes. Um, everything they eat, drink, whatever is made out of plastic. They don't actually even oh, yeah. imbibe it. They just have it. Yeah, they don't have any drinks. They kind of just pour nothing and pretend like there's a drink there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of a lot of fun little stuff. Everything is like, it's like the whole world is like a musical, like a planned musical that they're aware of. So like Barbie invites people to do a party to her house. They say that in the trailer, and everything's like perfectly planned and everything is going like in this wonderfully masterful way um that everyone just knows everything's going in this wonderfully, wonderfully masterful, masterful way i know <laughs> i sound like a dum-dum mm-hmm. i don't want to talk anymore i'm embarrassed you sound like one of the kins no i don't and all the kins they established at the very beginning that all the kins um barbie's happy all the time but the kins can only experience happiness if barbie looks at them mm-hmm. so they're all just like sitting around waiting for to like get a Barbie's attention, yeah, and then Alan's just Alan, and they have, Alan. and they have the kids have no purpose whatsoever. They might as well be like handbags, yeah. They like, just like uh, Ryan Gosling's beach kin. His entire job is, is to beach, is to beach, <laughs> and they never give you any yes, explanation. He of what works it is. at beach. He does beach. Yeah, he does beach. Uh, he just is beach. Yeah, he's not a lifeguard. Yes, yes, and it's also funny because he has a surfboard, but. Just because, because they modeled it after like what the different Barbie kits look like, the water is not water; it's not liquid, mm-hmm. so you, he can't even surf. Yeah, it he just runs into waves. He runs into a solid object. Uh, there's a lot of uh, recognizable n- names that played all the Kins, but who who would you say are the top the t- top ones? Ryan Gosling and Simu Liu. Yeah, and I can't think of anyone else. What was what was what kind of Barbie was Simu Liu? A Ken. Okay, sorry. What kind of Ken? Um, the can kind, what? the one that uh, is a boy. You're really driving me insane. I here. can't think of it. What, you're like, you're all like, I'm gonna be an expert on this movie. Never, I can tell you anything about it. I, 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 say anything. He, he didn't, they never tell him us his occupation. I feel like they have to. They why? Because everybody else had one. There's beach kin and whatever kin. Who cowboy kin? Nope. Rodeo clown kin. Nope. They never once talk about anyone else's job except for Ken Beach. Okay, maybe you're right. I know I'm right. Anyway, so you really have nothing else to say about the intro, how the movie's like set up? I, you just said it I want you to fun. T- I wanted you to describe how Barbie Land works, and you couldn't even do that. What do you mean? How Barbie? We already discussed how Barbie Land All works. All I said was that it's a matriarchy. It's run by women. People are giving- No, it's run by Barbies. By women. Yes, but they're all Barbies. Very, very much need to clarify. Not just regular old women. Oh, yes. Okay, obviously. But I figured that was- it, It's in Barbie Land, so I think it's assumed. It's a given. I mean, you shouldn't assume. You know what assuming does. Yes, I do. Um, you look like an ass face. I'm just going <laughs> to let the silence <laughs> well, <laughs> build. Why? I just have nothing. Look, I already, we already I explained. just think it's so funny. They how, have a how, Nobel Prize for women. You're just being they, so arrogant. Every, every woman okay, is that's, a woman. Okay, we're done. We're You You obviously are an expert in this movie. We're going to take a break and let Solomon splash some water on his face. What do face. you mean? I'm good. You're the one who's not good. I'm just saying. You told me to talk about the fun of Barbie Land. Well, I wanted you to just talk about Barbie Land in general, and you're just like, nope. Well, that's not what you said. You said to talk about the fun of Barbie Land. So and what? It was weird. It was a weird prompt. It made me feel uncomfortable. It made you feel uncomfortable. Then why didn't you say, okay, instead of talking about the fun of Barbie Land, what if I just talk about Barbie Land in general? No, nope, that's not what you asked for. I didn't want to. Why two? I didn't want to. This is why two men shouldn't be discussing the Barbie movie. We should have brought it in an uh, actual female person. We should have. Don't call them females, Dad. A lady. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Don't call them females. <laughs> Why? That's like an unforgivable sin. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back for more of Solomon's non- Welcome back to the Kids Days in the Podcast and our discussion of Barbie. That was good. Did you yeah. like my introduction? It was pretty good. Thank you. Um, so I'm not going to talk anymore. Ever again? And I don't want us to be just going beat, beat by beat. Beat by beat through the plot. Yeah, so predictable. Couldn't read your mind. So let's talk about what uh, Barbie experiences whenever she leaves Barbie Land into the real world. She experiences the worst thing in the whole world. Uh, toxic men. <laughs> You're such a simp. I know. It's so bad. Anyway. Just men are so evil. You're just, now you sound like you're being sarcastic. No. So what is it? What, are you being sarcastic? No, I love women. Serious? I love women. I'm sorry. Oh my God. This is awful. <laughs> um, what was I, what were, you, what, what were you interrupting me? Yeah. So men are like, are cat calling her, whist, like doing the classic, was that oh, good? that was awful. Well, good, I, good thing girls don't have to worry about you doing that to them. Uh, I know. That's, I actually <laughs> purposely detrained myself from being able to do that. Um, and they make a bunch of jokes about how their entendres are doubled or something like that. Um, they make one joke. Well, then they make another joke about something else similar to that. Okay. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, that's because you don't know this movie like the back of your hand like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's what she experiences. Did it. Your turn. That's the, all you have to say? Yes. Oh. Keep going. You're about <laughs> as deep as a mud puddle. I'd say something a little bit deeper, like a pond. Nope. I want to <laughs> say the other word, but I can't say it because half of it's bad. <laughs> what word? Starts with mental. <laughs> Dad. I can't say the other part. <laughs> you can't. I told those politically incorrect these days. Anyway. What would you say she experiences? I would just not be saying one specific joke and then toxic masculinity. Yes, uh, I named it. So more than she that. gets to the real world, and it's very—it's a fun fish out of water story because she finds that not only oh are yeah women not in I don't charge know why of anything, I didn't think about that. I am um, slow. Yes, I know. I'm so I'm gonna not, lose my mind. No, not only do women not rule the world, um, and all the men are in charge of everything, but they're also really rude, and like you said cat calling her and being toxic and quite frankly this is a point of contentious some people are like oh this movie is anti-man it's not it's it's so exaggerated that it's obviously comic right supposed to be funny like they have construction workers and when they go over there they're all saying like really corny over-the-top stuff like you got fries to go with that shake and you know what i mean things like that yeah and it's like a group of them like it almost looks like it'd be like in a musical or something it's like so fake looking mm-hmm. you know the way it's like their scene is set up yeah, like the way the scene is set up and the besides the fact that they're making those rude jokes the big point of the joke also is that she goes over there she says oh construction workers that'll be a good person or good people to ask or whatever because she thinks they're gonna all be women mm-hmm. because uh yeah in barbie land they all are mm-hmm. so she's like shocked that it's like men construction workers um but yeah, not only she experienced that, but also she realizes that. What? Oh my gosh! Did you see this movie again? I did. I she realizes like, that I feel, what? Like, I feel like you lied when what? you said that you went and saw this movie multiple times. What did she realize? She thought she was going to come to to the real world, and everyone was going to love her and adore her because Barbie 
introduce feminism okay, into the world. Okay, but that was a and, really and weird. Stop trying to. No, you know that what you did was silly, and I was. A, she also realizes that, and I was just supposed to guess what else she realizes. That everyone hates her. That's all I was gonna say. Everyone doesn't hate her. Most people do. Just uh, some people hate her. Nobody likes her. No, that's not true. Yep. She thought she was going to be this big paragon of virtue, but then it p- turns out that... Yeah, because all the Barbies believe that they've saved feminism and that all women are happy in running the world. Yes. But apparently, it's done the opposite. It's well, well, it hasn't done the opposite. It actually... <laughs> no. no, but now now, the new uh, you know, younger generation hates Barbie and thinks that Barbie is the reason why... People have unrealistic body expectations and certain ways they're supposed to look, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Mm-hmm. The movie does a great job, I think, of tapping into those issues while not trying to be a movie that's bashing on Barbie. It yeah. does critique it enough that it's shocking to me that Mattel lets them make the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm actually going to take that back. Everybody has been saying that it's shocking that Mattel let them make the movie. And to some extent, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because they make fun of Mattel. They mm-hmm. make fun of the president of Mattel. They even get some digs in at Barbie and what she has wrought when it comes to body image. You yes. Know? But it is still a celebration of what Barbie was supposed to be and how Barbie was the first doll that girls could play with that wasn't about just being a mom, that wasn't a baby doll. Yeah. And so they... they do recognize the contributions that Barbie made to culture in a fairly positive way. But I've been saying, I, I've been kind of echoing everybody else and saying, it's shocking that Mattel will make this movie, et cetera, et cetera. But um, now I realize it's just been pandering, going along like a sheep, buying in the wind. Because if you think about it, it's not that shocking. <laughs> it's so funny watching <laughs> you go through this revelation <laughs> and like it's like you're standing on your soapbox after you said it. You're like, you know what? It's not shocking <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's not shocking because when you have someone like Noah Baumbach and Greta, Greta Gerwig, Noah Baumbach wrote it with Greta. Greta directed it. I, I call them by their first names because we're good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it. we actually had to be finish this podcast in like five minutes to go to the Baumbach's house. Oh, awesome! I, I actually don't him. think Greta took his name, so it's the. Gerwig hyphen Bambach house, or would it be a slash? Bro, could you I just don't know. go? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Greta Gerwig is an Academy nominate, nominated, if not winning, uh, director and actress. Um, mm-hmm. She directed the m- most recent version of Little Women, which I'm pretty sure that you no, enjoyed. I did love that movie. Yes. And um, she's a fantastic writer. Noah Bambach is also a Academy Award winning writer and director. Don't think he acts in things. He's directed some movies that I, some of my absolute favorite movies. Um, so when two Academy Award winning husband and wife team say they're going to make your Barbie movie, my guess is that Mattel says, go okay. ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure they did give them notes. I'm sure they said, no, please don't do this. Or no, can you not make the CEO a douchebag? But at the end of the day, you're probably going to let them make the movie. What's really shocking is that Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach wanted to make this movie. Mm. I think that should be the more more shocking thing. Mm. Because think about it. If Steven Spielberg and George Lucas went to Hasbro and said, hey, we want to make a G.I. Joe movie where we kind of like mock G.I. Joe's masculinity and make fun of like the president of Hasbro, they'll be like, well, I mean, it's George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and this movie's going to make a trillion dollars. So 
go ahead. Yeah. You can make us all into monkeys that have <laughs> our thumbs up our butt. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Man, you have I, so many good I insights. Concur. So many great insights. Well, they they do they do know me for my my insightful wisdom that I always am speaking well, while you talk. We only have a <laughs> we only have about six minutes left, so we need to let's get into the, the like a, yeah the 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 taters. No meat. This is a vegan podcast. Taters only. I don't want to be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> rude vegan people. Uh, well, <laughs> that sucks. Well, vegan people are rude to all those animals that wish they could get eaten. <coughs> so anyway, I yeah, think vegan people hate let's plants. T- let's talk about the journey that Barbie goes on. She goes back to Mattel, and what do they want to do? They want to put her in a box and mm-hmm. send her back to Barbie Land. They want to fridge her. Yeah. The president of uh, Mattel is played by uh, Will Ferrell. Yes, and it's very he's funny. very funny, very funny guy, racist little man. He says he's trying to prove how progressive he is, even though the entire board is like all men. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to prove pr- prove how m- progressive he is by saying. We have gender gender neutral bathrooms up the wazoo. <laughs> yeah, he's, he tra- he names one singular uh, female CEO, and he said he said I am the son of a of a mother, <laughs> 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 and uh, that was really funny. Yeah, so they try to put her in a box, but like, come on, can you guide us through Barbie's journey and arc in this movie at all in five minutes? Get five can whole I minutes. Guide us through the whole entire movie in five no, minutes. No, I said the arc, the arc, the ending arc. Where does this movie go? What is Barbie's journey? She uh, goes, well, they're about Ken. I feel like Ken is an important okay, part of go, her journey. I, just do anything. I don't want to have to keep prompting you. Oh, but It's, so it's sh- like having a little monkey that I have to keep I dinging am, a bell so you do anything. I am a little monkey that you have to ding a bell for. Okay, so Ken learns about, uh, he sees that all the men are running the world, and he learns about patriarchy. And so he goes back to Barbie Land and teaches the whole uh, all of the Kens about patriarchy. So then uh, Barbie... Meets uh, or is meets the this mom of the daughter that just who berated her because she thought that this what was the heck are you doing? What do you mean? <laughs> the mom of the daughter that berated her? You never even talked about that. Well, you didn't talk about it either. The daughter is yeah, but I didn't bring it up in that weird way. So they have this she, Barbie has this weird like like uh, connection like thing whenever so she can find who is her owner who is making right. her like feel sad and stuff. And she thinks it's a little girl. And she thinks it's this little girl. Who yells at her and calls her like, no, you, I hate Barbie. Everyone hates Barbie. You're the worst. And then she meets the mom, who is the real owner, and her depression is the reason that um, Barbie is upset. Yeah. So she takes him back to Barbie land because she's going to show him all these wonderful things. Everyone's going to be so happy. And they're also trying to escape Mattel because they're doing bad things. Or they're trying to take Barbie. So then they're in Barbie land. Guess what? Barbie land's no longer matriarchy. It's all patriarchy. It, uh, they have the, they have the, what is it, the, I almost called it the Casa de Castillo, Casa, Dojo Mojo Casa House, that's what it's called, something <laughs> like that, um, and Ken is all about, he, just, you're just like speed running us through the plot, yes, <laughs> that's not what I wanted you to do, <laughs> what did you want me to do, discuss the movie, what well, the I had to get, I had to get through all these points, okay, go ahead, I had to, that's fine, these are all very important parts of the movie. Yes, they are very important plot points. And then she gets really sad and depressed because she can't do anything about the the Kins because she's just stereotypical Barbie. So then she's losing her mind. And yeah, the Kins have taken over the world and turned it into the Kin world. Kin Kindom. Kindom. Yeah. Yeah. And again, while the, there are people who are, think this is really man bashing, um, it's very funny. It's very funny, and it's like I said, it's really over the top. And honestly. 
what they're doing is like is they don't have them like murdering everybody or beating everybody up or anything it's just like really cliche manly like fake manly things yeah and like um ken like does the opposite of barbie he says tonight's only boys night no girls night tonight and and, and so yeah this yeah. is an our house. This awesome. So house. you explained all those plot details. So what was that? Tr- so you could build up. So to? yeah. So this all happens, and then they. I don't want to talk anymore. This is the worst. I feel so embarrassed and stupid. It's you not talk. funny for you to deprecate yourself. I'm right? not deprecating. You already did. So now I can't make fun of you. For no, keep going. Because you already, no, because no, no, now, now I'm in. Now I have to like build you up and no, seem encouraging. <laughs> well, this is that's actually all a part of my master plan because that's what the Barbies have to do. They have to rebuild. Uh, Barbie back up so they can save all of Barbie land and save feminism. So that was all. That was actually a part of my secret plan. Is that I? You said that, and then it mirrored the movie. Well, we only have like uh, two minutes left, so we're not going to really be able so to get into anything. I mean, you finished telling everybody the plot of the movie. Yes. Uh, what I wanted to really discuss is the way in which the movie deals with the Kins in general. And with the w- and how they handle their feminist message, which is it does start with her. Uh, um, I can't. What is the the character's name? Who is like her like owner? I have. No um, I just gotta call her mom. That is so cringy. Oh my! Because I don't know her name. So embarrassing. I don't know her name or the Un- other name. And unfeminist of you. What do you mean? I don't need to know her name. I didn't I just say call that. Her mom. I said I don't know her name. I didn't oh. say I don't need to know her oh name. Oh my gosh! I, I just don't need to know, know her, her name. Mom. I don't know her daughter's name either. But American Ferrera plays her, and uh, did I say American Ferrera? I think it's America Ferrera. I think it is. Uh, but she gives this really great speech about what it's like to be a, a woman. woman. I cried and I watched it. And um, the way they handle the Kins is. I thought was incredibly clever. And if these ding dongs who are so offended about men getting made fun of in one movie, mm-hmm. it's not for you. And, and what's funny is they made it for actually be fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> are the GI Joe movies fun for anyone? <laughs> but certainly they don't try and gear it in any way to where it's fun for both sexes. You know yeah. what I mean? So it it's, it's, it makes me infuriated how close-minded and simple the people are who are getting mad about this but the way that they handle the ken's version of patriarchy is a ken doesn't understand patriarchy yeah right? he thinks it's about horses yeah he thinks it's mostly about horses like he liked the but really you can tell that it's about him wanting to be seen mm-hmm. so there's a nice little subtle message in there about what happens when any group of people is treated less than so the movie while it is celebrating feminism and, and they still have the women on mostly in charge you know in barbie land as they should be mm-hmm. um it's barbie land but the movie is not about uh saying oh we should just have a matriarchy where all the men are our servants you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a coming to a realization that they should not be treating the kins like a purse or an accessory and you know what i mean they have feelings too and they want to express their voice and it's such a clever little thing because they give it that little arc to the men to the kins mm-hmm. but it's a perfect example of a reverse view of feminism mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so it's like how much could they spoon feed this to you and you're still mad about so, it yeah so dense yes so anyway that was uh a, a 
astonishingly shallow dive into Barbie. Well, there was so much, and I had to get. I feel like we had to talk about the whole. We should have talked. We should have gone through the whole movie beat by beat, and then we could have discussed the how each. Well, I don't like to go through the movie. That's not I don't like podcast. Going, I don't, don't like the, doing that either. But so why did we need to do it for this movie? Well, we had to do it because that ending part, we wouldn't have been able to talk about the cans and how they did all that patriarchy stuff had I not done that speed run of how all the whole world worked. Could have just not mentioned it. Nope, I had to do it. No, you didn't. I did. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Barbie is out. You don't need uh, to hear what two dudes have to say to go see this movie. You're already out there seeing it. So much like a kin, this episode of the podcast is superfluous. Well, See you next time. <laughs> this has been a Rogue Media Network 